Coming up, we're going to decide which is the best land in the universe at Universal Studios Florida. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 176 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by my coast. Coast. My coast, Goost. Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hey. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition, as I said, just like 30 seconds ago, less than that. Uh, today we have uh, another fun episode for you, so uh, not a lot of news to talk about. In fact, no news to talk about, and uh, with Memorial Day weekend, we could sit back and hear about Rhino's experience at the parks, um, hearing if it was busy, if it was slow, if it was medium, but I generally don't care about that. It rained. And there you go. So uh, that was that was the Rhino recap of what it was like to go to Universal over Memorial Day weekend. So uh, very interesting. But we still need to figure out something to do for an episode in the meantime. So uh, this is not really uh, this isn't really a playoff our ideal day at Universal that we did a while back, but have been uh, still receiving a lot of good compliments about that episode. Uh, and in fact, uh, I know multiple other people are uh, taking the idea and running with it in other ways too, including, uh, I know the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast that we talked about on here before. Uh, they will be doing an Ideal Day episode as well too, because they liked it so much. So when that comes out, make sure you give those guys a listen so you can hear what their ideal days are. But uh, when you're looking towards an ideal day, I guess the number one thing you're looking towards is what what are the best things to make your day? And uh, so now here comes the big stretch. If you were if you were waiting for it, where the hook was, the stretch was. It's I, I think the ideal day is made up by the best attractions, and even more than that, uh, with theme parks, you're looking for the the best overall experiences and i think the best place to find them is in the individualized lands that make up a theme park and so what we're going to do today which has no real correlation to everything that i just rambled on about we are going to pick which is the best land in universal studios florida by factoring in attractions the entertainment and shows as well as the dining and the shopping. Now, here is... I already know the answer. Here is the here <laughs> okay. is the caveat, though. We are not including the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. Oh, because... That's the answer. <laughs> I know. Well, that would make it just too simple. And uh, I'm not, I'm not really... Uh, I, I don't want to make this simple. And even then, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe something else could win. But let's be honest. No, nothing else could win. And uh, then, obviously, the, the last the last uh, ingredient in that mix, I mentioned the attractions, the entertainment slash shows, if it has it, the dining, the shopping, and then finally just the overall theme 
of it if the theme is portrayed well. So those are going to be the five factors that we're looking at. And like I said, we're going to go over all of the different areas. Both theme parks? No, 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 no. Just, just, just Universal, Universal Studios. Studios. Okay. And then maybe maybe one day we will do the big show off where the top two, obviously, the two Wizarding Worlds and then the winner of each of the parks go up against each other to decide bum, bum, who bum. is the big one. But we'll have to see. This could just crash and burn after this one and we never do it again, which it probably will. But Because the dragon <laughs> from Diagon Alley will... I don't know, something about fire from its mouth. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, I didn't know either. Come back to me. Come back to me. Will do. So, (laughs) fantastic. Are are we? I should ask. Are we ready to jump in and go over this? Yeah. Which which ones do we want to start with? Do we want to start with uh, uh, rides and attractions? Maybe decide who has the best land just based on their rides and attractions. Sure. I think that's a fun place to start with it. I think it's uh, the the most obvious. So I'm going to start with the first land that we walk in when we get into the park. And consider all everything with this as I'm going through. So once you get inside uh, Universal Studios Florida, the first land that you come to is Production Central. And this has a, I, I dare I say it, a smorgasbord of lands or of attractions. What are you, Templeton from Charlotte's Web? I, That's the song he sings in the movie. Uh, the animated version? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Paul Lynn sings a song about the smorgasbord of food and whatever. Sorry. It's been quite a while. Nobody watched that on repeat to the point of child abuse as a child. No. Just me. Yeah, yeah just you. Just you. But no, that's okay. So, uh,. It, Production Central is home to some of the most exciting attractions at Universal Orlando. So the first one that you'll encounter if you're looking in the right direction, which is funny because it's actually on the left, not the right. But you have Despicable Me Minion Mayhem. You have Transformers, the ride, 3D, kind of back in the corner, almost in New York, but just not quite. You have the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, which is obviously like the icon of Production Central, and then uh, unfortunately, you also have Shrek 4D. Mm. So a pretty strong lineup. Any any that stick out to you is maybe giving Production Central a better chance at winning this? Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that want the Rip Ride Rocket. Well, they'll just be like, well, that's the best roller coaster in that theme park. Yeah, and I'm, that is slightly true, but another strong area semi-strong uh would also be new york then which new york is the location of one of the best attractions in the park of course uh revenge of the mummy but it is i thought you were gonna say the show with the builders oh no see we're not even gonna (laughs) we may include that in but really, that's just like a, a negative for everything. I hate all those shows. Yeah. Um, uh, well, but New York does kind of have a, a downside to it, and that is that it has what is perhaps the worst, and I mean the worst attraction uh, inside all of Universal Orlando, and that is Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. So where, where Revenge of the Mummy is raised up, Jimmy Fallon lowers it all down mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, keep, mm-hmm. keep that into consideration yeah and as much i don't think uh, production central has one that quite brings it all down that heavily i know shrek's not everyone's favorite yeah. but it's better than jimmy fallon sorry and i know it's technically a show but i consider it an attraction but uh the blues brothers also in new york that's that's a nice other helping hand to it so um that's but we can also i mean that's eh, 
I'll keep that in the shows and entertainment. Yeah. So we'll leave that off to the side. So uh, ignore that in there. Just go with the mind of Revenge of the Mummy or Race for New York. New New York. New York. Unique New York. Unique yeah. New York. I messed that one up. So let's move on ahead into your favorite place by the bay. San Francisco. Where the watermelon grow? No, I don't. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, but yeah, the next uh, next land up we have is of course San Francisco. This is a tough one because right now the only attraction in San Francisco is well, we could just go ahead and put this on the bottom of the list. <laughs> uh, there is no bottom of the list, just one on top. Is uh, yeah, and that is uh, of course Fast and Furious Supercharged, only attraction right now. I did this over Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, again, again, yeah, and my yeah. friend who had not, not done it yet looked at me and was like, "That was it." <laughs> like, yeah. So, an honest assessment, yeah, <laughs> a true and honest assessment. So, moving over into World Expo, we have three attractions here for you, and those, of course, uh, are, are I'd say two good ones and one uh, just okay. But we have, of course, Men in Black: Alien Attack. Then we have The Simpsons Ride and Kong and Kodos's Twirl and Hurl. Oh, so Men in Black gets thrown in with The Simpsons It area. does. It's all considered mm. World Expo. Uh, Springfield was never designated as its own land, even though oh, it probably deserved to be. Yeah, it really but, should be. Uh, but no, it is still all a part of World Expo. So just let, let your noggin think on that one, too. And then... Uh, with Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone for the attractions, we technically have E.T. Adventure and Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, which it's just crazy. And a rap- bit nutty. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. And then since we're not considering uh, shows in the attractions, the rides portion of it, technically Hollywood has nothing because, uh, well, it it just doesn't. So, oh yeah, because Terminator's not there anymore. Yeah, and even then, that was more of a show. Yeah. And uh, same thing with the horror makeup show. So, I, I think I think maybe San Francisco will beat out Hollywood. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, so, Rhino, if you had to choose one of these, which has the best? Which land do you think has the best set of rides? Oh, it's tough because you you I, I love the Mummy so much. But I don't like Jimmy Fallon so much that it's like I feel like they're counterbalancing each other. And like personally, I'd probably say it's the one with Rip Ride Rocket, Production Central, Rip Ride Rocket, Transformers, Shrek, and Minions, because it's got a little bit for everybody. And but I don't like Rip Ride Rocket. And I don't ever go in the minions because it's always a long line. And I'm never there. I, I never time it out correctly to be like, oh, I use mm-hmm. my Express Pass because um and then Shrek, well, why? Why would I do that? So I, it's tough for me. It's tough. I think if I'm I'm coming in from a from an outsider's perspective, from a, 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 a you know first visit, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Production Central. Okay, that's it. I have to uh, actually agree with you on this one. Um, just as an overall feel to it, while I don't do Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket ever. Never. Uh, I, I don't I, do it either. I, I, I will go on it occasionally when I feel like it's been a while and I need Never. to do it again, but I hate it. Never. I hate it so much. Uh, but but yeah. some people love it. Yep. Some people like 
that's what they live for. They yeah. want to go and ride that ride, you know? Yeah. I, I think Shrek is the biggest downfall of it. I actually enjoy Despicable Me a lot. It, it's still, I, I, I just like those movies. The third one was not good once I finally watched it, but the Still first two movies, yeah, the, the first two are enjoyable, and I think it translates well into the attraction, and uh, Transformers, you know, say what you will about it, it's it's a fun ride. Yeah. So, I don't get motion sickness, so it doesn't bother me. I just, I think it's a lot of fun. It's not as good as Spider-Man. But no. it's still fun. Uh, so just overall, it's it's the most well-rounded. And I would even say, and I know you will accuse me of heresy by this, but uh, considering it's got four rides, uh, with only technically one of them being weak, I would actually, if we were including Diagon Alley in this, I would say overall Production Central has a better slate of rides than... Well, because Diagon Alley really only has the one. Yeah, and then if you count the one way on the Hogwarts Express, yeah. it's... It still doesn't. I don't think it compares to Production Central, uh, and and even then, like in variety, I yeah. will say in variety, it wins on variety. Yes, I, I could agree with that. So, but we have to look at the shows and entertainment as well too, because we said that we would do so with this. And uh, well, I can tell you one that's not going to to uh, make the list. This time around is the best because that would be Production Central. And unless we're counting the random times of the year uh, where there are Mardi concerts. Gras? Yeah. yeah, but now I don't I can't. But if you came on Memorial Day weekend, you had nothing. Yeah, you can't you can't count that. So there aren't really besides the one band that is playing when you enter in the park in the morning, which I guess we could technically count that. Uh, there's just I nothing happening even there. Seen that? So yeah, and you know, every now and then there will be character interactions. Woody Woodpecker uh, will sometimes be out there. Some you Interesting. know, just random ones. But yeah, there's there's a whole lot of uh, nothing happening <laughs> out front of of uh production central which isn't isn't necessarily a problem inherently but it could be better for sure but what in life couldn't be better so moving through to new york uh ice cream (laughs) ice cream i was just thinking of things that couldn't be made better oh it's kind of perfected fantastic (laughs) it it could be made better though I, I stand by it. Uh, moving through to New York, as I said, we've got a, just a handful of things here. So technically, uh, like we already talked about, Blues Brothers show takes mm-hmm. place uh, in New York. Oh, wait, and, but your favorite thing, the acapella group. Uh, and that is that is a strike against. Um, but then they also have the, uh, the Marilyn Monroe show. Yeah, that's which, been coming out quite a bit. Yeah, it has. But I enjoy it every time. It's simple. It's, it's, I think it's a nice touch. Yeah. Nice, nice atmosphere. Absolutely, I agree. Same way as with Blues Brothers. It just it feels feels somewhat right, but also somewhat wrong. It would make more sense in Hollywood for Marilyn Monroe, but logistically, it couldn't really be accomplished as well as it is in New York. But that's neither. Yeah, but her famous scene of getting stuck on the the grate with the the air isn't that in New York? I it could be. However, that's. Uh, it could, also, you know what? I actually think it's a movie set. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's that's like one of those stretches. It's like saying Blues Brothers fit well in New York, but that movie takes place in Chicago. But she so. married a Yankee, no? Was Didn't Joe DiMaggio play for the Yankees, or am I completely wrong? 
Did she also marry Joe DiMaggio, or did I make that up as well? That was I am going to Google affair, while you talk. I believe. Oh, whoops. Okay. So uh, I, I thought that was her thing, that she was known she for her affairs. affairs. So potentially with uh, JFK. I was going to say, what are you, a Kennedy? <laughs> no, no. We no. Uh, will not have affairs here. Yeah, yeah. I did go see Chappaquiddick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that gave me a brand new uh, shining view of the Kennedy family, but that's not. We're not here for Chappaquiddick or or affairs or any of that. But uh, then I guess because Rhino already mentioned it, we have to we have to she sling w- it. She in. was she was married to Joe. Okay. Sorry, real quick. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought it was just an affair, but okay. Um, and then technically, those beat builders are. It's it's like close. It's like halfway. It's halfway in between San Francisco, but it's still technically on New York. <sighs> I ground. hate that show. Oh, it's awful. So, but there is a lot of entertainment and shows in New York because of that. Moving into San Francisco, uh, I know I haven't seen them as of lately, but it could just be timing. But they have that stupid one where they're throwing the fish back and forth. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so let's just skip on past San Francisco again. I really don't think San Francisco is going to win this one. She was married to Joe DiMaggio for a year, and he did play for the Yankees, like yeah. I said. So I, yeah. but she married him post his baseball career. However, sorry no. to interrupt you, but I just need to make sure. I feel like that's how we tie it back to New York, the Yankees. Oh, we're 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 way past that though. Okay, we're in we San Francisco now. Yeah. We've traveled across well, the country. We are to the Fisherman's Market. We are actually moving on to World Expo, and so over this way we have uh, a lot of '90s music. We and that's why no, that doesn't play here. Uh, it could though. It would fit by, right you in. You know, just really bringing the mood up yeah. in the park by playing some Edward McCain. Oh, I was going for that. You, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. know. Oh, see, I thought you were doing. I thought you were doing actually some boys to men. Is nope. that I swear by the moon and the stars. I don't think those are the words. Um, might not be. Anyway. But here in, in World Expo, we have uh, Fear Factor Live, of course, which is the crowning achievement of this area. And that is the big main one. But we'll also lump in meeting the Simpsons characters out and around. Why are they, not? Are they really like Fear Factor? It's like just still going, huh? Hey. It's a factor for some people, including you, but not me in this case. So then going to Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone, we have classics like Animal Actors on Location, A Day in the Park with Barney, and uh, what, what am I? A lot of things that make me uncomfortable. Why do I feel like I'm missing one more back here? In the Kid Zone? Yeah. I'm not. No. Barney and the I Animal think, Actors. I think I was just getting caught up on uh, Fievel's Playland. That's not a show. So if there's a show happening back there, Uh, there's always a show happening back there. Security. (laughs) Oh, that really took a dark turn, for for sure. But yeah, so yeah, basically we just have a day in the park with Barney and animal actors. Also, not not great, not great at Mm -hmm. all. And uh, wrapping things up with Hollywood. Wait, what's the guy's name? Peekaboo, Mister Peekaboo. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Good old fashioned okay. Mr. Peekaboo. Yeah. And in Hollywood, we have the horror makeup show, of course. And I'm also going to lump it in because they don't really go beyond Hollywood except when they do the full parade. But they have the floats that come out from the parade. And like they the do SpongeBob like the little, show. Yeah. 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 They do SpongeBob and then also they do the. Despicable Meme. Yeah. And the. the Dora. The dogs, too. Pet, pets. Secret Life of Pets yeah. come out, too, and stop there, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So a lot, a lot happening actually there. Then plus all the meet and greets uh, that also happen. You'll see again Marilyn Monroe there. You'll see the Simpsons there. You'll see Lucy there. Uh, You might catch you might catch Doc Brown just randomly going through there. So a lot of a lot of characters throughout this area. So um, I Rhino, with all that in mind, what do you think takes the cake in terms of shows and entertainment? I don't know. Hmm? I don't know. Come back to me. Okay, well, I would say for me the two toss-ups here are between Hollywood and New York. And I would probably give the edge to Hollywood. It is definitely it's a close call because I love the uh, Blues Brothers and I do it, enjoy it, the Marilyn Monroe show. But the other two, the acapella and the construction people, annoy. Yeah, they're the so, they're so terrible that yeah. they really do. It's like the same with the Jimmy Fallon thing. You got such a strong thing in the Mummy, and then you retract it from the other thing. You got. It's hard because I do think the Blues Brothers, as far as like a show that just spra- that happens, like mm-hmm. it's like an actual show that is enjoyable to watch. And I don't normally in any parks, Disney or Universal, find shows like that to be good. So it's like. <laughs> But I also feel like at the same time, it tends to lean on the more adult, mature. mature. It's not m- mature oriented. However, it's like mu- it's classic music. So yeah. like kids, I don't know, tune into it the same way they do when like fish on roller skates come out. Like you know, Exactly. And I also find that annoying. But uh, I feel like. Uh, I feel like it offends me less because people are actually enjoying it when you watch like the construction and this is not taking anything away. A lot of people do enjoy the construction and the acapella groups. It's just, you don't see the joy on their faces like you do when kids are trying to see all the characters and have fun. So, well, and I, I do feel like if we, if we try to balance it out for everybody. So if your kids are out there for like SpongeBob, maybe you like the Simpsons or you want to meet Scooby-Doo or get your picture in front of the mystery machine, which is usually out there too. So like, or, I'll, I'll give it to Hollywood. Yeah. Or you have horror makeup show, which is just downright awful in every way, but it's still entertaining. It's just you sit there like cringing through it the entire time. So yeah, I, I'll, people, I'll give it. I'll give it to Hollywood. Okay, okay. Yeah. Based on just that, those things. Yeah, I like it. We're green on stuff. Very, very good. It, I feel like you got the. You really it kind of edges everything out because it has the floats too. You know, yep. and that's something you go to like theme parks to see floats. You know. And the and the Secret Life of Pets one is really cool. I like all the dogs on it. Yeah, you're either gonna go to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or you're gonna go to a theme park for floats. Yep. <laughs> I know. I'm just generalizing. It is as if those were the leap, only yeah. two places you can ever see any floats or anything. Uh, this this next one's going to be uh, definitely a toss up all around. It'll be interesting to see how it comes up. But we're going to go with dining. Yes, dining, and we will start with Production Central kicking things off and. Um, it doesn't have too much, does it? Well, we have the the classic Monsters Cafe. The where's the place you can get the cheesecake from? That is the uh, the boulangerie. So let me just I part of me was starting to rethink that maybe that was actually in Hollywood because it kind of it's it's like very, on the street. It's on that corner. So yeah. it's like this. It does it like kitty corners around. So you're you don't know. I don't know. It might be Hollywood. It might count. Did you just call it kitty corner? Yeah, kitty corners across from Hello Kitty. 
Kitty Corner. I always I always knew it is uh, Caddy Corner. But no. You're, I, you're joking. You, okay. No, Kitty. No, I wasn't joking, though. It's Kitty Corner when it goes around the thing. Oh, yeah. I've always known it as Caddy Corner. But I trust you. I trust you on it. Call me Kitty Cat. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, okay, so I, I think it is... Uh, I, this is really awful part. I'm sure people are yelling right now, like, how can we even do a show on this without knowing it? And the uh, <laughs> the official answer is, I've never really thought about it before this. It's got to be, it's the Beverly Hills Boulangerie. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that it's in the Hollywood section, even though it could easily fit in the, um, in the, the, the whatchamacallit, why can't I even say Covent now? Production Central. So we'll lump that in with Hollywood instead of with Production Central. So Production Central, we're only going with the classic Monsters Cafe. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay. People from Pennsylvania, it says, as you can see from the map of responses, people in the south as far west as Texas and as far north as Pennsylvania and Nebraska are much more likely to say Caddy Corner. And then whereas everyone else in the U.S. and Canada is more likely to say Kitty Corner. Okay. There we go. Look at that. We learned a regionalism right there in that little street in in Universal Studios. Ding, the more you know. (laughs) That is is absolutely correct. So, uh, yeah, going back to it, Production Central, Classic Monsters Cafe. Keep keep that sulking in the back of your mind there. So we are going to then continue moving on to New York. And here we've got uh, two really big contenders, in my opinion. Of course, we have Finnegan's. The mm, sit down restaurant. I always which forget is, about Finnegan's. Yeah, which is you know I don't think the food is the absolute greatest. However, uh, the fact that it's a full bar really does. Uh, does a lot for a lot of people. Yeah, it does. It does. So is is it? Um, we learned that it's there, and the Simpsons are the two full bars. There's only two in the park, right? Yes. So those are the yeah. two full bars. Yeah. So, and then also there we had a decent experience last time we were there, but uh, Louis, the uh, Italian quick service. So pizza what? pasta. Oh, pizza pasta. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. Since I didn't we go ate there with there, you. Uh, you didn't? No, mm. that was like when you went with like Charles or maybe or Steve or something like that. Yeah, you I might remember be right. being like, "Oh, okay, I don't get pizza. It's fine." Oh yeah, I remember. That was back when we were on weird rotation schedules yeah. where you would have been in the studio while the rest of us were out in the sun having fun. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't too bad, but so those are your options there. Okay. Moving on into San Francisco, obviously another big contender with uh, Lombard's, the full-service seafood still restaurant. Still haven't reviewed it. Now, you, ha- you have been there before, though, right? I don't know. I'm I think I went, general. I think, I don't know. I think I went oh. once for lunch like years ago. I, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. No, I, I haven't. Clearly I, left a lasting impression, but like. Yeah, no, I've been there a couple of times, never to actually officially review it for this show. Yeah. But I, I have been there, and it's. I, I think there's definitely some benefits to it. And then, even though we didn't count the bar outside of. Um, outside, and uh, this is where I forgot it. There is a full bar here at. Oh, uh, that's right. Shea I Alcatraz. always forget about that yeah. one. It was, and it was there when we were for Fast and Furious. Yeah. 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 
So there is also that a good place to get drinks. I know I didn't include like the one outside of Classic Monsters Cafe with that, but man, it's, that's more of a stretch. Shea Alcatraz, I, I think, is a good place to get some drinks. And this is our the game. Monsters Cafe one isn't a full bar. You can just get beer there. Yeah, right. Yeah, and like frozen drinks and stuff. Yeah, yeah sodas, whatever. Correct, Mundo. Then moving on into World Expo. Wait. Hold your horses. Did we say Richterberger? Did I completely oh, miss shoot. you saying that? I forgot that? Richterberger. Yeah. yeah. Let's not forget oh. it's detractor in here. I yeah that that is tough. That is tough. But yeah, you're right. I forgot. I'm sorry, Richterberger. Okay. Very, add that to the list. Richterberger, of San Fran- Richter. San Francisco. Uh, then moving on into World Expo. I need we say more, but literally fast food Boulevard plus mm-hmm. Bumblebee Man's Taco truck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Uh, then going on into Kid Zone, uh, you know, have the Kid Zone Pizza Company, if you dare. <laughs> if you, if you, Halloween Horror Nights, that's where you get your pizza fries, though. Yeah, it's half the time I'm there anymore. I don't even see it open. So, uh, that is, that is what it is. But it's, got, it's got a hidden Coke remix machine if you need to freshen up that nobody ever uses because the pizza place is always closed but the coke machine is on yep. stuck in the corner over there that is a very good point point. and then wrapping things up with hollywood uh we'll count the boulangerie we'll count mel's. uh schwab's the ice cream store and mel's so even though it's technically there i'm not going to count cafe la bomba because that's only for uh vip tours and yeah. stuff so it's not worth counting so we'll count those other three so mm. uh rhino what are you what are you leaning towards in this oh i also forgot in new york that is where the location of the starbucks as well so hmm i'd say for me it's a toss-up between new york and um the world show uh, not world showcase world expo, <laughs> world expo. It's hard because at World Expo, though there is no sit-down restaurant, you do have your Moe's beer, the thing, the uh, the the outside. Oh, yeah. I forgot to lump the Duff Bush, Gardens in yeah, there, Yeah, Duff Gardens. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Duff Gardens, which I do think is a nice relaxation point. Even if you're not getting a beer, you can still get, like, the squishy or whatever yeah. there. And, um, and then I feel like the Fast Food Boulevard really gives a nice variety of options for people that you can all get in one place without having to fight over going another place. Because so, technically, those are three or those are five different restaurants there: Flaming Moe's, Crusty uh, Burger, Cletus's Chicken Shack, uh, the Seafood, and the pizza. Luigi's, P- Luigi's Pizza. Actually, and sorry, Lisa's, and Lisa's. Yeah. So six. Yeah, so you can get you can get all that stuff. You go from salad to pizza to seafood to you know burgers yeah. and chicken and stuff. So. I, hmm, but then some people might want like the sit down restaurant, but I'm going to go from like, okay, I'm here with the family and we're trying to do a lot of stuff and we don't really want to like, I don't know that anywhere like you're like, oh, if I'm, I don't know that I would say, oh, it's your first visit. Please go to Finnegan's or Lombard's, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say World Expo. And I would have to agree with that. Uh, wholeheartedly, I would agree that World Expo is the winner in terms of that. Like you said, it immediately just comes down to uh, it comes down to selection, the different the different options you have. Yes, you don't have the table service, uh, but it just I, I like that I could get my tacos or nachos and go sit at Duff Gardens and have a beer. I like that if I'm in the mood for seafood, I can have the seafood. If I'm in the mood for pizza, I can have pizza. And everybody else in your party can have any of that stuff too. I would even even argue on the point that it should win just because of the theming too. Because every... Everything is 
themed over there. So as far as like food goes, you you know, because you can get a Duff beer or you can get the Flaming Mo. We'll talk about theming very, very soon. Oh, yeah. But before we get to the theming, we will go to the shopping next. And we're just going to kind of list off. I want to more or less consider it like our favorite stores as we go through this area because I I don't want to get too in-depth of all of them. There's a lot of shopping. But some of the highlights in Production Central uh, in terms of shopping, you have the Betty Boop store right there, which who knows, that could also be considered a part of Hollywood. And then I'm just losing my mind. But I feel like that that is so on the edge the Betty that Boop store. It's that uh, used to be Betty Boop, and now it's just mostly generalized uh, universal merchandise with a little bit of Betty Boop. It's the one that technically connects into Hello Kitty. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But that's what I, that's what I was thinking. I was yeah. confused because there's a Betty Boop store on Islands of Adventure yeah. too. So and so like I consider Betty Boop to be in Production Central, but then Hello Kitty is where it shifts over into Hollywood yeah. because it took over Lucy, which that was obviously in Hollywood. You can argue on that uh, all you want, anyone out there. But Betty Boop, it's right beside Shrek. Shrek's a part of Production Central. Makes sense to me. Uh, you have the Despicable Me store. So lots of good good minion stuff. You have the main the main, yeah, uh, the main shopping. Shop. So uh, the Universal Studios store. So that's a that's a big highlight there. And then Shrek uh, 4D has its store that you exit into after the attraction. Oh, right. Yeah, I always forget about that one. And while I don't like, I'm not clamoring for Shrek merchandise. I think there's actually some unique stuff in there. There's some interesting stuff. There's also some awful things. Transformers. But- Oh, yeah, and then the Transformers gift yeah. shop as well, too. So this is packed with You can buy shopping. the head of Optimus Prime there if you yeah. want to. You could, or you don't have to. So then moving into New York, uh, we have the better than the attraction itself, uh, the Racer New York starring Jimmy Fallon gift shop, mm-hmm. which I like. It's got a lot of that retro NBC merchandise that is right up my alley. You have the Christmas store which has your year-round Christmas uh, decorations. that family vacation with a tree ornament. Exactly. You have arguably our favorite store in all of the uh, the in the entire park, the mm. Film Vault, with yeah. all the classic film merchandise that you can find. Uh, you have the really, really terrible uh, Revenge of the Mummy store <laughs> at the saying, end. Like, what are you buying in there? The candid bugs? And you want beads? You <laughs> want random beads and jewels? You want a, jewels? You want a pop final of uh, whatever the mummy's Emotep. name is? And <laughs> it's not Emotep, though, in the Tom Cruise one, I, is it? No, it's, it's like I'm, I'm still living the old one. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, if then, there was a Brendan Frazier pop final in there, you can be sure I would own that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then they also have the one weird uh, random store with all the Guinness stuff. Right, yeah, right beside Louis yeah. and uh, nothing like coming to Universal Studios get smashed on Guinness in a terrible Irish pub, and then buying stuff to go along with it. But I will give it points on being like trying to stick to yep. the the area and theming, you know. Yep. I agree with that. So over in San Francisco, the main thing that we do have is the Fast and Furious gift shop. So. Then there's the candy store that's right, also connected to Richter's, Richter's and all that, but I don't really count that. Mostly just Fast and Furious, which does have the wax Vin Diesel, so mm. <laughs> selling point. Uh, over in World Expo, you have the Men in Black gift shop, which I don't know how you feel about that, but then you also— I actually do like that gift yeah. shop because you can get the cell phone cases made in there. And then also when I was younger and they had Men in Black stuff, I felt like there was never a neuralizer that you could buy. And you can get your neuralizer in there. You can get your noisy cricket 
jacket in there. You can get, if you like pugs, which I do not, you can get shirts with pugs all over it. That is that is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, also in the Quickie Mart, you have all the Simpsons merchandise, which is points pretty for, awesome. Points for the Tom Hanks action figure that you want that's in there. Yeah, I haven't seen it lately. And the problem is every time I went to get it, it was in a damaged box. Yeah. So not not ideal, but is available there and moving into uh woody woodpecker's kid zone of course you have the store at the exit of a day in the park with barney if you cared about that no stuffed mr peekaboo's there yeah no no, no one day one day uh, <laughs> you have <laughs> oh gosh um <laughs> then another big one that you have in there is the et's toy closet and photo spot which i enjoy because yes you do have um you have et and back to the future merchandise in there yeah so you you have both of those um but specifically the et stuff which is of course and the et photo op that's in there so you can go in the closet with et or you can get on the mic yeah so a lot to love in there and then another big one uh there is the spongebob store pants so if you still want your spongebob stuff it's still on TV. Yeah. I don't know. People yeah. still like them. Oh, I, I know they still love them. Uh, but we're going to move into Hollywood and talk about uh, their random mishmash of stuff. And uh, that would include such things as the prop shop, which is definitely a highlight. You also have... It is cool, yeah. yeah you have the, the Brown Derby hat shop, which instead of making the Brown Derby a restaurant, they chose to be right on the nose and make it a hat <laughs> shop. Uh, then you also have, like we said, the Hello Kitty store. You have the Cyber Image store, which was the exit. Is that still what it's called? Yeah. I, I don't, I think, I believe it's still the official name, but it's the store that exit, where you exited out of. I actually of really into, like this store. Yeah. Because it is one of those, I, I don't, I'm, I mean, if you're on vacation, what do you need in there? But they've got like the Walking Dead. They've got a lot of Doctor Who stuff. You can get comic books in yeah. there, randomly like superman stuff for some reason yeah. but i i don't star know star wars stuff Th- there's always some random thing in there where i'm like ah this is actually kind of cool i yep. kind of want this so and this was in the exit of horror makeup show and then also terminator 2 but yeah. not anymore on that so those are your big shopping experiences right down this stretch so a lot so this is a tougher one rhino this a lot of good stuff here it's hard because the film vault is like for sure one of my favorite like it is a place where i have repeatedly bought merchandise Mm -hmm. but i don't know that it's like for the common person but like they've got gremlins merchandise in there right now so it's like the merchandise rotates in there pretty frequently which i enjoy and it's a celebration of like classic kind of universal films um but then i really feel like it has to go to wherever you can get the most variety of stuff. And it seems like production central is probably the place where like, if you're at the end of the day and you're like, Oh shoot, I I'm here to park clothes. I can't get all the way back to get, I know we're not counting Harry Potter, but you know, Simpsons, something in Springfield or whatever, it's got the main gift shop and it's actually a pretty decent variety of stuff in there. You're not going to find everything that you wanted from the day, but you'll find enough that I think it's, you know, it's good. Okay, so you're giving it to Production Central. I am going to have to give it to... I'm going to have to give it to, I think... For me, it's between New York and Hollywood. No, I really like that that old Terminator exit store. Yeah, I, I love that store. I think the Hello Kitty store, while it doesn't appeal to me, is just... Well, I like that they have... And they have treats in there, too. Yeah. That are all, like deliciously looking and i think the prop shop 
you know, when they do have actual yeah, props the, from the attraction, a, while I can't afford it, it's, yeah. it's one of those stores that I always go in and I look in. There. It's a very unique shopping experience, yeah. too. So it I, offers a lot of unique shopping. Yeah, I, I would have to give mine to Hollywood. So just because, I, I yeah, I, I would give mine to Hollywood. I, I like I like what they're slinging in there. So that, oh man, this is going to be a tight one here. That's we might not have an answer to this puzzle, Mm-mm-mm. but I think we will actually. So the next thing to wrap things up with is theming, and this will be our last final one. Uh, the themes are vary throughout this park because it is it, it was a working studio, and now it's kind of been a where you go to be immersed in films, televisions, and more. So Production Central is your bare bones. It's the last remaining aspects of the park that is still uh, like a classic studio experience, very similar to what you would also see out in Universal Studios Hollywood. New York, of course, it tries to immerse you into uh, a New York City street as much as possible uh and you know you have you have the park there as well too so you get a nice nice general aspect of new york as a whole and when you're standing in new york of course you can look over across the uh across the water and you still see central park too which is a nice touch theming is definitely pretty cool here san francisco well it's it is what it is. So it, <laughs> it you could argue that it is themed after San Francisco. It's been a while since I've been to San Francisco, uh, you know, almost twenty years. But I don't remember San Francisco looking much like this, uh, with it's, the exception of Lombards. It's just but, weird because they like had it, even when it was when it was still Jaws because you were like it goes well, like this Amity, yeah. teen, teeny tiny thing and then goes right into a Massachusetts bo- uh, yeah like <laughs> Martha's Vineyard type town and you're like what the heck yeah. It never made much sense. Still doesn't. Uh, then we have World Expo, which is a mishmash of a lot. You have the the World's Fair area with with Fear Factor and uh, as well with Men in Black. But then you have the heavily detailed area of Springfield, USA, which mm-hmm. that might be enough to to give it the prize. You have Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone, which is just too many themes being thrown around of classic characters like Fievel, E.T., Barney, Curious George, just just a complete mess overall. And then Hollywood, of course, which is uh, kind of Hollywood. I would, I would pinpoint it somewhere around the 40s. It's still in the classic sense of it, but uh, not... It, it still is just... I, I, it's kind of bland for the most part. I love the theming there. But it always feels like it just needs a spruce up or a paint job to to really help it pop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the overall theming of those areas. So, Rhino, do you know what you would give it to? The World Expo, I think, because every time I do walk through the Simpsons area, I think about how when the Simpsons first opened, it was just that one building, and I'm always like, wow, they did such a good job of kind of incorporating the carnival games with. Like the the spoken, what's the Kang's thing called? That type of ride, you know, the yeah. Dumbo ride, and hub and spoke, and hub and spoke, yeah. And then it's got the outdoor bar area, but it all kind of works together to really feel like you know, with the music playing, you're kind of like, ah, oh, I've walked into this fun, whimsical, yeah. you know, thing that does remind me of The Simpsons. Though not specifically being like, here we are in Springfield, like it still did a really good job of like theme this really area so well that i i feel like i have to give it to that one yeah i'd agree this was uh universal's next step 
uh, right after the Wizarding World really in trying to build an immersive area. And I think they completely succeeded with Springfield. Um, and I, by that, I mean where the fast food boulevard is and Duff Gardens, all of that. Of course, the, the Simpsons ride was already there, but they just upped it to the next level with uh, Springfield USA. So despite the, the very loose theming of World Expo, I think Springfield uh, really kicks it into high gear. And with that, I guess that means, according to my official calculations I've been taking, out of a total of 10 possible choices, World Expo would be winning with taking four of them. It took uh, both of us in theming and uh, as well as, uh, was it, I don't remember now <laughs> what the other one was. Uh, it might have been. Which what one? What? It might have been, oh, Dining. Dining. Yeah. It, won, it won for dining and it won for theming. So that got four. Production Central had three with uh, attractions. You and I both voted on it for the attractions, and then you voted on it for the shopping. And Hollywood also had three with uh, with um, the attractions uh, or the with the shows. I think, if I remember. Yes, it was with the shows as well as then with my shopping and New York and San Francisco came out with Jack Squat. So, but wow. I would argue part part of that, I would argue that still, even though we did it this way to decide, I would still say New York is overall one of the best all around. It's just like right below. So it's, uh, and this actually fits mine. With, with my opinion, Universal Studios Florida, for me, it goes Diagon Alley, World Expo, and then New York. So that's just mine. But interesting. So we'll have to do this again for Islands of Adventure and see where that falls in line with that park. Very, very intrigued. And then it'll probably be head to head, like, who knows, Jurassic Park and. Their Jurassic Park and the Wizarding World versus the Wizarding World and World Expo. Who knows? I don't. But we'll get there one day. So, Rhino, thank you so much for taking part in this with me. Yeah. And everyone out there, let us know what you believe is the best land in the universe at Universal Studios Florida. Very interested in hearing what your opinions are. And, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave it in the comments below. If you are listening and want to email us about it, it's uopodcast at disunplugged.com. And if you forget that, you can always go to our show notes at disunplugged.com. And you can find uh, the email address there as well as more information everything you need to know about this show and all the others on our podcast network including links for to facebook twitter instagram and more uh also along with those lines i forgot what i was going to say <laughs> which is weird because i usually have this memorized down but oh i know what i was going to say now uh, our next episode is actually going to be a question and answer episode so start uh, i'll make a post on facebook eventually but if you have any questions you want to send into email now is the time to start doing so because we'll record it next week so get them in fast and quick uh, and we will maybe answer your email on that show so thank you so much everyone out there for listening and watching to this uh, 
And thank you again to Rhino. Uh, for If you're watching this on YouTube, of course, make sure you comment, hit that thumbs up button if you liked it, and also share it. And make sure you're subscribed because we're getting close to that 100,000 uh, subscribers point. And then on iTunes, make sure you are subscribed as well and you are rating and reviewing us. So now, finally, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much to everyone out there for listening and watching. Uh, we will be back with you again next week for the next episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, no resolutions.